to the A to Z podcast. We're your host. I'm Alec. And I'm Zach. And today we got a spicy topic to talk about today. But before we get into that, Zach, how are you doing, my man? Pretty good. Pretty good, my man. Uh, interesting. I, I went to the eye doctor this morning and he was also a graduate of Texas State. So shout out Texas State. But uh, him up. yeah, we had to like, for some reason on the forums, because you know you have to fill out those forums before you go to like any doctor now usually they're online but uh there was a column for like hobbies you could only choose one hobby and all the hobbies were like super weird and specific so the only one that like applied to me was computer gaming so i was like okay whatever and i put that in and he like you know as he was preparing the equipment he was like hey i see that you're into computer gaming so okay the world ends today you have one game to play what are you gonna play and the first thought i had was league of legends so i just said that and this guy has played league of legends and this doctor I think he was probably in his like late 30s. I mean, he had full, like a gray head of hair. And he was like, oh yeah, I used to play League. I used to be pretty into MOBAs. And I thought that was funny. But he said that uh, he ended up quitting because the community was way too toxic. Exactly. He, was like, he was like, you know, it's okay when like the enemy team's being toxic to you, but whenever your own team is like hating on you, that's just too much for me. And, that, and that's why he quit. And I was like, honestly, you did the right thing. But I just thought that was really interesting that even someone, you know, they're not even like old old but like decently older than us still kind of plays games i mean yeah it's like um <laughs> i think i told you like a little kid came up to me during my student teaching and he asked me did you used to play video games <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like i mean I, I still still play video games <laughs> it's like what, what do you mean kid used to I, I definitely go home and just play video games <laughs> it's like Never stop growing up, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. But I just thought it was interesting, like, relating to someone. Yeah. Probably, like, like doc- 17 you, years my senior. But, like, your dentist, and he's like, oh, I used to play League of Legends, so he, like, knows, um, he knows how tilting it can be, and, like, he knows, like, the ins and outs, probably. Like, you could probably, like, start up a conversation, and you could have a pretty decently in-depth conversation about League with your dentist. Right, exactly. I mean, I guess that's just kind of how things are transitioning. It's not going to be that uncommon. <laughs> to go to like the doctor or the dentist it's just kind of weird though because you know as a kid they're all business right and you're pretty sure they probably don't relate to yeah. you in any way that you could like talk at length about but exactly I mean, I mean, now, you're a child right exactly but i mean now things have changed things are changing well yeah you're an adult and they're an adult so you can talk like they're an adult yeah it's like it's and like my you have, you have like like topics like gaming right that mm-hmm. uh even even people that could be a decade or so older than you, you can still relate on that level. Exactly. That's pretty cool. I need to go to the dentist. Pretty bad. I've been there in a while. Yeah, I've, but, I've been trying to get all that stuff in since I recently got updated insurance. But anyway, how have you been? I've been really good. Um, I, it's It's been easier to wake up in the morning now at mm-hmm. 6 o'clock. Um, so I'm getting on my schedule because my second week of student teaching, and I'm just about done with my second week so that's been really awesome um i'm enjoying my experience i'm getting a lot of really good advice from my mentors um and we have another student teacher um he was out last week and he's back in this week and he's a pretty cool guy and so it's been fun to like have somebody that's like i can like you know talk to about you know growth (laughs) like i'm struggling with this or like oh blah 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 this or ask him questions about he's a percussionist so like you know, he has some of my weaknesses and I have some of his strengths, right? So he can come ask me about stuff and ask him about stuff. So it's been really nice to have him around. It's his third day and it's my second week. So it's kind of like, he, he's almost done with his first week. And I told him like, can you believe that I'm literally almost on my second week? 
and he was just like he's like i can't even imagine that he's like i feel like i've been here for like years because <laughs> <laughs> the days go by i mean like the days go by really quickly but like it does feel like i've been there for a long time like i feel really right. comfortable i think it's kind of like it's like a homey i guess it's like it's weird it's a weird feeling good i, I mean, was that's re- exactly the feeling you should have in the place you were mm-hmm. I, w- I was um we're kind of relating it kind of like uh like drum corps where like every day kind of felt like dreamlike right you just kind of like go and do the thing and then you like it happens so quickly and then it's just like a memory right that's i feel like how teaching feels like right now i think and part of it's because i wake up early and so like i'm kind of drowsy and so when i get there like i'm like i feel tired all day kind of like not like falling asleep tired right but like just like in my head or something but mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird it's a weird experience i can't really explain it like when i'm in front of the the kids and doing the thing and teaching it just feels like i'm just like doing it like i don't understand it's kind of like when you're like in a performance setting or you're doing something and like it just like kind of happens to you right and you're not really thinking too much about it but you're doing it well still no yeah i definitely yeah. understand where you're coming from like you're in it's, the mode. it's like you're like on automatic you it's sometimes it even comes to the point where you can like hear words coming out of your mouth it's like you are like a bystander watching yourself do something like yeah, you're it feels so in like the that. zone and like i surprise myself sometimes like i'll say something and i'm like like if someone would have come up to me and asked me how do you do this thing and i would sit there and like contemplate it for a second and like have to like backtrack in my brain but when i'm up there doing it it just like happens like it's just like i i just think of feedback quickly i think of things that i need to say quickly and like i like make a decision on my feet as fat like like super fast and it's just really weird because like it's i surprise myself every single day like going up there and doing like i I thought i was going to be like anxious or nervous or like stumble on myself and communicate really poorly like and that's not happening at all so good that's all good to hear and really good yeah and it's also really nice too because my cooperating teacher doesn't make everything seem like it's a like it's a big deal right because it's not like okay so mr miranda is going to be in front of you guys today so be on your bed they don't like she doesn't do that it's just like i'm a part of the lesson right like whatever i had planned like it's just another thing right and the students know that kind of like they don't they don't see it as another like oh somebody else is in front of us it's like oh this is also part of what we're learning today you know Mm. and i think that's that makes it more comfortable for me because it doesn't feel like it's a big deal that i'm doing this it's just i'm doing it right just some casual thing and then they just accept it they're like okay time for mr miranda they're not like on guard like oh what is he gonna do how is he gonna act like looking at you with big bug eyes they're just like okay mr miranda's here exactly and it's been fun and i think i have a good relationship with the kids like they they like me and i'm feel like i'm teaching them well and they listen for the most part <laughs> um about as well as middle school kids can huh yeah, exactly <laughs> and you can't really like even if they're acting up you really can't get mad at them right because they're they're kids oh um, yeah we've all been there exactly so that's been good been fun um but yeah so let's uh let's get into our our spicy spicy topic we got going on today like um you know we we came here not really not really knowing exactly what we wanted to you know theme this podcast around this specific topic but this has been a big headlining thing happening and i i've been seeing it around and i didn't really understand like the gravitas of what was going on with this but zach you're here to enlighten us about this whole uh wall street stock uh thing that's going on right now <laughs> yeah basically a stock extravaganza so there, there are definitely like a few parts to this but i think the, the the thing that everyone's kind of heard of is gamestop i guess i'll just start there 
So to kind of set it up, GameStop, over time, the stock has not been doing so well. Uh, if you look back like a couple months ago, really low, and just over like the last few years, it's been going down and down and down. And it's easy to see why. I mean, PC gaming's become huge. You have like streaming services like, uh, you know, what's it called? The Google thing. Uh, Stadia. Stadia's Stadia, come in. Yeah. You know, you can do a lot of things from home. So GameStop, where you actually have to go in, buy a game, it's almost like Blockbuster back when that was a thing. It's kind of a hassle, right? So GameStop's been kind of tanking in the last few years. And basically, a bunch of people on Wall Street think that GameStop is going to continue to tank. Their mindset for a long period of time has been, okay, GameStop, here's a thing that's kind of like a fossil. Eventually, it's just going to disintegrate into nothingness. So they're doing this thing called shorting the stock. And basically, that means like they, they have an agreement where they borrow a share of GameStop stock. And then they'll take that borrowed share and they'll sell it at a certain price. But then they, they bet on the fact that the share is going to go down in value between the time when they sell it and they have to give it back to whoever they borrowed it from. So if the share goes down and they just, you know, they give it back to the borrower and then they give them back the money that they borrowed from the stock, they're going to keep the difference because they sold it at a higher value than whenever it goes down in price when they have to give it back. And that's called mm -hmm. shorting the stock. So basically, hedge funds in Wall Street have been making a ton of money shorting GameStop stock for a long time. And people kind of caught on to that. And then that brings into this Reddit thing called Wall Street Bets. And that's where things get a little spicy, okay? Things get a little crazy. Uh, this, this Reddit feed has like a lot of followers. And usually, it's called Wall Street Bets because they usually, you know, they make their reputation known based on making huge bets on stocks and they either have massive returns or massive losses there's like no in between with these guys but anyway someone on the or i guess maybe the moderator caught on to the fact that gamestop is probably the most shorted stock out there the most people bet against gamestop and they were like okay here's an opportunity for us this is a way for us to really stick it to wall street what if with all these people betting, that's actually like billions of dollars. They're betting billions of dollars that GameStop is going to fail. What if all of us here in the feed put our money into GameStop and make the stock go up artificially? I mean, whenever, the, whenever they put their money into GameStop, it's not like GameStop's doing any better. GameStop's still kind of sucking right now. But they're putting their money in. They're buying shares of this stock, making it go up in value. And so they're like, okay, you know, they started to make it go up a little bit. For like a couple weeks, it was going up. It started at like five bucks. And then last week, it was like at $19. And it started, it started gaining ground. And they were like, okay, let's go spread the news. Let's tell the people. And then on TikTok, you know, you get these videos of people saying, buy GameStop stock. On Twitter, they're like, buy GameStop stock. Come on, like join the wave. And then things got real this week. GameStop shot up. And at one point, it was at $430 a huge amount and so guess what guess what happens now all Although the people in wall street the hedge funds people they lose mm -hmm. they're losing money except they what buy back their like buy back uh their the the stuff that they were borrowing right exactly so let's say they they borrowed the stock back when it was at five bucks and they planned on selling it at like 528 
they're like, mm-hmm. okay, when it tanks even more, we're going to give it back to the lender at 450 and then make like 70 cents, whatever. And they, and they do this with like thousands, hundreds of thousands of shares. They end up making a pretty decent profit. But what happens when they bought the stock at five and now they have to give it back to the lender at $400? They just lost a humongous amount of money. And there was one specific hedge fund, I forgot the name, but they lost $23 billion over this GameStop thing. I mean, this, this is not a joke. They were losing so much money. And, and so this is the thing where it kind of got controversial. Because of this, today, Robinhood took GameStop stock off of their trading page. You couldn't buy the stock. You could sell it, but you couldn't buy it. And people were planning on keeping inflating the stock. They were going to keep buying because they wanted to keep going up. There are people posting on this uh, Wall Street's bet feed. They're putting in hundreds of thousands of dollars. There was a guy I saw put $298,000 into GameStop. He was like, come on, guys, take me to the moon. But today, when no longer on Robinhood, people could buy the stock, the stock tanked. It went down to like 132 bucks. That was a massive loss of thousands of dollars for the user now, like the people, the common person, rather than these hedge funds. And so now both sides have been hurt by this. And, and that's when tempers flared. And that's why it's so big in the news right now. This is the big conflict going on. It's like hedge funds in Wall Street versus the common man. And the, the big reason why people are so outraged, it's, it's because of Robinhood. And Robinhood was supposed to be a platform where it's like, oh, we're, we're here for the people so that you have a chance at making yourself a millionaire. And They've proven by closing the market today, that's not the case. They, the only reason why they would have done this was to help the hedge fund people. The hedge fund people probably said, hey, we're losing a lot of money. They like, came crying Robin Hood, like, oh my God, we're losing so much money. Please, you can't let people buy this stock anymore. And they know that uh, most like, young investors use Robin Hood. So they're like, oh, Robin Hood, please like, close the stock. We can't lose any more money. If, if it keeps going up in value, we're going to lose even more. And Robin Hood went ahead and bowed to them and said, okay, we'll do that. And people are so, so angry at them. So now it's like the, the battle between the people and the corporate man, basically. Exactly. Yep. It's like, um, and, but like Robin Hood is now proving that they don't care about the people and they're going to like, now it's like, oh, wait, now that the common man could actually like make millions of dollars, like in like screw over some of these, you know, wealthier companies, we're going to have to remove this from the platform so you can't continue to inflate this exactly it's which it's like like, gone too far so yeah like our right to buy the stock is gone now because of that yes and that's the controversy right yeah that's that's a big controversy because their their whole like mission statement robin hood was supposed to be like for the people anybody can make themselves a millionaire and then obviously through this that is not the case for them Otherwise, they would keep it going. They would even encourage it like, yeah, y'all are doing, you know, you're, you're, you're shooting the stock up, but you're making money. People are making money. Common people. This is, this is what the Robinhood app is made for. Apparently not, though. Apparently, they're made to keep the pocketbooks of these big hedge funds healthy. And that's what they've shown today. That's why people are so mad. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. It, it's what I think the, the like the the underlying insane thing first is like the the impact that a reddit community can have on or even like a 4chan community like these kind of like like little communities on the internet can make these like massive impacts mm-hmm. and and they all and some of them start as like a, a stupid meme like this 
I mean, I don't know if it was a meme to begin with, but it was something that they noticed. And I mean, it's funny because it's GameStop, right? Like out of all the all the places, any other company in the world, you think it's like it's GameStop that it had to be, right? But right. um, I don't know. It's just so insane to me how like a, a I don't know how small the community or how big it is, but like how it has the 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 um uh the potential to have this big outreach to where like oh, yeah. something like this happens like now it's national news because of that which i think is oh amazing. for sure it, 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 both uh chambers of congress are going to like sit in on a hearing for this too it's gotten to the highest form of government as well because look this is this is insane just think about this conceptually what the potential of people is through social media to influence the stock market they've just proven that like you said it's so so interesting because it's like a little stupid community of whatever I don't know, probably like 40,000 people. There's probably more, but it's, it's like, maybe it started out as a meme and they got people in and all of a sudden now this is a real deal. People are losing billions of dollars. People are making billions of dollars. And what if this happened again? What if they said, okay, especially since it succeeded this time, they're like, okay, look at what happened with GameStop. We made y'all a lot of money. All right. Next time we're going to focus on something like, I don't know, a, a dumb stock like Dogecoin, let's say, cause that's, that is the next thing. Dogecoin. Yeah. It's worth nothing right now. Let's go ahead and put our money into that. And then all of a sudden, within two days, it's up to like two bucks when it used to be like a quarter of a cent. You know, people just make money overnight because of the hype train. And it's amazing. I was like, when I first heard of the GameStop instant, I was like, there's no way this is legal. I don't even know if there are laws in place against it right now, though, because no one's ever seen something like this before. I mean, That's but isn't, that, so isn't that what that was for? <laughs> mm-hmm. But like our what our free market or whatever like that's, yeah, that's, that's exactly that's, right that's that's like what our that's what it's for like we invest that's in exactly the stock right. to, for the hope to get money back and if something like this happens it happens right but the way that this happened was it wasn't like artificial at all it was like this was i mean it was artificial because people were doing it but like this was the way that it was meant to happen but now exactly like back back then like when i don't when when did wall street happen and like the stock stuff happened like somewhere it was like the early 1900s or something like that I think it became a big thing in the early 1900s. Yeah. It's been around so, for a while, but yeah. But but like now we have the power of social media. We have the power of like communication and like getting people to do things quickly at a fast time. Like before we couldn't do that. Like you would just, you had to go somewhere to like buy stock, right? But now you can just do it on your phone in three seconds with your credit card yep. or something. So, mm-hmm. so the, but the potential for this is insane. So, but it's going to show like the, I don't know, maybe the corruptness of our society or, or the way that things are if they put laws restricting things because of something like this to protect big company, right? Yeah, for sure. Like uh, that's that that's gonna be that's gonna be something. Yeah, definitely. Back I mean back then, like the times you talk about where you had to actually like go and buy a stock in person. There were laws in place, but it was only for big corporations because back then it was only big corporations that could make an effort like this, like a mass effort to rise or like tank a stock they had to like go behind closed doors and like shake hands agree that they were going to put money into something and then it would happen so there are definitely laws against that but this is interesting because this is not an agreement this is not like two companies two superpowers colluding this is individual people this is just like thousands of individual people and they don't they haven't even agreed they some of them haven't even talked to each other most of them haven't they just said oh we see a trend we see a lot of people that say, maybe we should do this. Okay, we're going to go ahead and hop on. It wasn't like they told them to. Maybe they did through social media, but they didn't like come into their home and say, you got to buy this now. Or they didn't like call them into a meeting room and say, look, sign this document that you're going to be with us on this buy of GameStop. 
right? They individually sat in their house with no contact, some of them, with these people and said, okay, we're going to buy this stock. And they did. And the, and the stock price went up. And that is, that is the definition of the free market. So it's so interesting what's happening. And like this, this will and could happen to anything. Like, like you said, Dogecoin could be like the next thing. Like, right. There's always going to be the next thing. Like a community could literally just be like, let's do the next thing. Or you could have a bunch of separate communities doing different, putting, putting money into different stock. Exactly. Yep. Like they, a bunch of different. All they have to do is decide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a bunch of small, diff- like a bunch of small communities putting their own stock into whatever they want to, like all agreeing, like, let's just do it. Let's just all do it at the same time and see what happens. Yep. It doesn't even matter what happens with these companies. It could be like two, you know, regular guys in their garage making like buttons or something. And then they had an IPO where they went public on the stock market. People are like, you know what? Their stock's only worth like one one hundredth of a cent. Let's go ahead and put $10 billion into it. And then bam, the stock is worth like 50 or $500 a share. They haven't even done anything. Let's say they only made like two buttons, right? It doesn't matter. People agreed they were going to buy this stock. Now it's worth so much and they can sell that stock and make a ton of real money. That's, that's the big punchline here. Through GameStop, there were big losses, but people sold and made a ton of money. I'm sure that there were thousands of new millionaires from this big upsurge. It's crazy. I don't know, man. <laughs> and it's, it's funny with you because I don't really know anything about the stock market, right? I don't know anything about, like, I, had, I didn't even know what a short seller was. I don't know what it meant to be shorted. I don't know what a hedge fund was to begin with. You know, like, I didn't know any of this until literally today. Mm-hmm. right now <laughs> right yeah, i had like the very basic knowledge of like it was a reddit thing gamestop and like, that was that was pretty much it but mm-hmm. i don't know maybe i need to maybe i need to be more interested in the in this and uh just just be paying attention because you were paying attention to this a long time ago and you were like trying to like get me to download the Robinhood app like several several months ago <laughs> right like just yeah, just was... buy dogecoin no, just... That was back when uh, the stock market was boring. But honestly, the stock market's been very interesting ever since COVID. There, there's been a lot of opportunity. That's why I got into it. Because like you mentioned, I, I've been in it for a while. It's been probably eight months since I started to get interested in stocks. And uh, yeah, I was on the Dogecoin kick back in June. I was, I was honestly just memeing, you know, telling you like, oh, buy Dogecoin, buy Dogecoin. Dude, if I had bought more Dogecoin and held it till now... I would have made so much money, and I'm not even kidding you. It would have been up like a, a thousand percent if I had just bought that Dogecoin that I was sitting in your house telling you to buy too, and kept it. It's insane. <laughs> but it's, it's funny because like, you don't have the foresight to be able to, ju- it, it, that's all about the stock market, you know, like seeing it, right? I mean, from what, mm-hmm. I, what I get, right? You, you watch it and you just make like predictions, right? Oh yeah, oh. it's like gambling, basically. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not it's not as much of a gamble if you believe in the company. That's the big deal. Like companies like uh, Intel, Microsoft, Exxon, you know, the big ones. You can kind of bet they're going to keep going up, or at least they're stable. If they have losses, it's not going to be big ones. Stuff like this is kind of scary. Like especially GameStop, where it's being shorted and then short sold. You never know what's going to happen. It's gone up and down hundreds of dollars today alone, but this, this breaks everything people knew about the stock market. I mean, we, we sat through economics senior year. There's a whole supply demand, you know, 
you can only get something if a product is rendered, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the whole market philosophy is kind of been followed for the last 100, 150 years, right? I mean, I, yeah. I guess you could even argue for the whole time humans have ever traded goods until now. This doesn't make any sense. This breaks everything. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> nah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's, yeah. a lot, it's a lot to kind of understand and fathom. And it's, it's so new, too. I mean, this is, this is not going to end anytime soon. Uh, this is going to be talked about for a while. Hell, a movie may even be made about this at some point, or at least like a documentary TV series. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. It does feel like one of those kind of things. Um, and it, it, it kind of like, um, it's kind of putting like our lives and like the reality, like putting our lives in perspective, like thinking about all the like massive historical events that have unfolded in the last like literally year like this last mm-hmm. year and then even like this year starting like something like this happening like this is a big deal like this is actually like a big big deal and yeah. it's just like on top of the other really really big deals that have happened in our country at least oh huge deals yeah. it, just the last nine ten months ever mm-hmm. since the start of COVID. i mean even before that big stuff was happening but you know 2020 and the start of 2021 have been huge so far Kind of freaks me out because literally a year ago in March, like last March, you know, we were back in our regular old world where we were, you know, goofing off, having a good time, being whatever. And like, that's what life was. Right. And then now we like people talk about the new normal and all this other stuff. And like, it's not even the new normal. It's like, this is the normal. It's going to be weird when this isn't like this anymore at at this point. Right. With all this Mm -hmm. crazy stuff always happening with us, you know, wearing a mask every day. With us, you know, doing all this other stuff and the news, like, talking about whatever that's crazy in the world. This is, like, what is normal now. <laughs> it's, like, high yep. anxiety, high stress, high, like, on your toes, on your feet, looking behind your back every 10 seconds, like, what it feels like. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's, like, things are moving a million miles per hour and you either jump on the train or you just get hit by it. <laughs> you know? Exactly. That's, that's the world we live in now. It's crazy. But it's, it's, it's not unpredictable. With all the technology and all the social media, and honestly, like Gen Z, all the younger people are are doing a lot too. They, they're the reason why this whole stock market thing is happening, mm-hmm. and uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, through the next even year, <laughs> what they cook up because it's just been crazy. Um, it's like, like what, like monumentous events have happened in the last what ten years other than 2020 right the last 10 years that's 2010 to 2020 like last 10 years exactly 2010 to 2020 i mean we were chill we were like kind of children then right so it's like did did the big things that happened then we just didn't put them in a like in a in the same perspective in the same perspective as we do now because we're older and we kind of like oh now this is like now we're in the real world we're adults and we're doing the thing and now we see things in a different like a different way than we did as mm-hmm. like as children and then maybe some of the adults that lived during that time at least from uh 2010 to 2020 they have a different perspective on big events but like i feel like i feel like this is like not the same thing i feel like this is like a this is like a once every hundred years kind of event that stuff we're living in right mm-hmm. this is like this is not like the same same thing at all no no i agree and just the way like the media is reacting and even like you know people much older than us are reacting 
it's not the same way that they kind of reacted to stuff in the last 10 years. Because I'm sure part of what you're saying is true. Uh, we just didn't realize. Because when we were in high school, we were just doing our own things, right? You know, we had our own worries. We could care less about some of the things going on in the world. That's just how we were as kids. And it's fair that maybe we kind of, you know, glossed over some stuff or didn't feel as impactful to us. But people are reacting like crazy to stuff going on right now. And I mean, there's no debate that COVID in general is a humongous event for the world that is a once in a century type of deal. So that that's, you know, not debatable at all. But yeah, a lot of a lot of other crazy things have happened. And I mean, obviously, we're very aware of them right now. They're, they're on our radar because we're adults, you know, we're living our, our actual lives now. We got to keep up with these things. But at the same time, even younger people are being affected by them. I think even if we were like back in high school at this point of time, it would still be really significant to us, all these things. So I don't know. It's interesting to think about. Yeah. Um, I want to get like the opinion of like my siblings. They, like my, I know my, like I feel like my brother doesn't even like <laughs> realize what's going on, you know, outside of his like little circle. Right. And then mm-hmm. Chloe, I, I, her, I don't even know what she's ever thinking either, or if she even like realizes what's going on. Cause I, I know probably at school, they, they probably talk to her, talk about it, like bring it up. Right. They, I mean, they would have to, I think like in some classes, I don't know why they wouldn't. Right. This is like, these are all, these are all big deal kind of stuff. And so I wonder if she has a perspective or an idea or even like something she's thinking about or something that she hears from, but I'm, but I, even with her, I feel like she's not really thinking about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to talk with my sister and see what she thinks. I mean, definitely like COVID and the whole civil rights thing, those two were big. Everybody knew about those. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, by comparison, this, this GameStop stock market shorting, short selling thing, not as significant. I wouldn't be surprised if people like, you know, in our sister's grade don't really know or don't really care. Uh, I'm sure some of them do because some of them are making money. <laughs> it's not it's not just, you know, you don't have to. Well, technically you do to be on Robin Hood, but these kids don't care. Sometimes kids are making money off this stuff, too. And mm-hmm. uh, kids are definitely spreading the word on Twitter and TikTok about all this and adding to the hype. So it's significant for them, too. But. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. You have to put yourself back in that mindset to figure it all out because we're definitely very, uh, I guess I don't want to use the word woke, but that's the only thing I can think about right now. Woke to all these events happening because they do directly affect us. Yeah. Wow. 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 It's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> it's like a I can't wait for the next crazy thing to happen in February. The next crazy <laughs> yep. thing to happen in March. The next crazy thing to happen over the summer. You know, it's just going to be a string after a string. I mean, we we just had a major election. You know, changes are yeah. happening. <laughs> it's crazy. Like twenty thirty. Wonder what that's going to be like. Am I crazy? Twenty thirty. Is the world just going to blow up before then? Who knows? <laughs> alien invasion. Abducted <laughs> yeah. by aliens. Are. Judgment Day comes, you know, angels come down, Jesus actually comes back, and we're like, whoa, we're Jesus, you know, like that happens maybe. Or um, <laughs> maybe the, I don't know, some religion was right and something happens and we have judgment. <laughs> I'm thinking on the aliens though, or zombie apocalypse, that could happen. Yeah. We have zombies coming. Things just seem to be getting stranger and stranger. I, I, I don't think it's just us saying that. Like, I think people from all walks of life kind of feel it too exactly like i i don't think anybody like 
don't know. I think people like maybe 60, 70, this is like the craziest thing that's probably happening in their lives right now. I mean, like technology for one, right? And then all this other stuff that's going on with COVID and then, um, oh, yeah. a lot of the civil rights stuff. And like, like this is, this is some big deal. stuff. it was like civil rights part two and then uh, COVID and technology and this the stock market stuff. Like it's oh, all yeah. big deal stuff. This is all yeah. super big deal stuff. It's earth shattering type of stuff. I mean, just think about if you were 60 or 70, I mean, people that old technology, they, they understand it. Obviously they have to, but they're not like, you know, on top of it always they're they're not as efficient or sometimes they don't have as wide of an understanding this this may just be my bias because i know there are plenty of people of that age that are pretty efficient with technology but i'm just saying like overall this is kind of what you know people think about that kind of age range just like a you know a lighthearted stereotype you know right 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 yeah no offense to anybody but anyway you know to those people it's not just like technology's booming it's like like we said things are moving at a million miles per hour it's like Robin Hood, you know, big deal whenever it first came out. But now people are like, there's a whole new technique to buying stocks that people have suddenly just discovered. People are pioneering it this week. Uh, who knows if it's going to get shut down by lawmakers? It might be. They're probably going to pass a law against it. That's my, my bet on it. But I mean, these, these are things like that break the textbooks. <laughs> like people have been taught the same things for decades. And now how are they going to teach this? This is insane right? It breaks, it breaks all concepts of, of trading in the market and, you know, free United States type economics. It's just insane. Mm -hmm. And it's not, this is not the, you know, it's the next thing will probably be something outside of the economy. It's going to be something different. It's just so rapid of change. I think that probably people who are that old are just like, you know what, we're not going to worry too much about it. We're retired. We're just going to we're going to sit, enjoy our families, and just, you know, <laughs> live out the rest of our days and not worry too much. But we're caught in the thick of it, so. <laughs> yeah. It's still crazy to me. Every day, like it... Um, you remember that car accident I got into back in February of last year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totaled my car. Like, I, I swear, dude, I swear after I got hit, like... I got transported into a different dimension. I'm I'm an alternate reality right now. <laughs> I traveled have just dude, not been the same since. Yeah, and I'm I, and I, they really haven't at all. Uh, and you're now you're you're a part of my new reality, Zach. So that's where we're at now <laughs> because just because I got hit really hard in the side of my vehicle. Well, good. I I got to see you on the other side. Yep, we're all here. I wonder what the other Alec is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> God, yeah, but I mean, you're definitely right, though. It was like it was like we were living on one plane up until like COVID hit, and now things that we didn't even think about or even think were possible are happening, and we're just like, how do we keep up? Mm -hmm. Like school with masks is weird. Yep, school online through Zoom, working mm -hmm. from home, tons and tons of people. I'm working from home right now too. I mean, this is, I like fully expected, like, let's say a year back, like January of 2020, I was expecting that whenever I graduated, I would go to my desk job and everybody else would be there and it'd just be like normal for, you know, the next 10, 20 years, you know, but things instantly 
went crazy. And now even the concept of working has been changed. A lot of businesses are shifting to, okay, working from home actually kind of worked out for us. Maybe we're going to go like fully online or maybe we're going to go half and half. Even the concept of that has changed within the last year. But same thing with schooling too. Like a Mm -hmm. lot of classes, like sometimes it makes more sense to just to have a virtual meeting, especially for like logistical things and stuff that people waste time driving and sitting and leaving. And, you know, like, I mean, it's, it's like the the experience of meeting people and doing that kind of thing and seeing faces and smiles and you know greetings and seeing somebody you haven't seen for a while like that kind of stuff is lost but the like convenience factor of like being online and doing videos is like a like it might kind of surpass that a little bit mhm yeah definitely there there are certain things that are much more efficient if you just do a video or just a simple call People are realizing that sometimes the old way is not the best way, but you're right. I really, I really do hope that we don't completely lose the whole face-to-face contact side of things. And sometimes even through work, you can get so much more done if you're in a conference room with a bunch of people just spitballing ideas, drawing on the whiteboard, like seeing the expressions on each other's faces when you pitch something like, oh, this is kind of what I want to do with this. And then you can kind of see the reaction. They're like nodding their heads. They're like, okay. I mean, I know you can do video call and all of that, but you, you still miss out on so many expressions. Like I'm talking body language too, from people whenever you, mm-hmm. would, you talk to them through like a virtual platform. No, yeah, exactly. And like, if you're working in an environment that has like high energy and everyone's just like getting stuff done, Mm-hmm. right like that feels good and you feel productive and everyone around you feels productive and you leave work feeling good exactly and so i guess like, like you're lucky that your your line of work it has to basically be in person uh like to conduct a band and be together as an ensemble i mean they're like like for your class you had a thing where you all recorded uh and you put it together but that probably didn't feel nearly the same or as fulfilling as being in like the concert hall and doing it no yeah totally so we definitely had our recordings where like, I mean, it was impressive that someone could compose a piece, you know, for a virtual setting and have it mm-hmm. come out as good as it did. Um, but, you know, sitting in my room, you know, getting my microphone out and recording a little part and, you know, doing it well and making a decent recording and submitting it and then waiting for the track to come back in so I could hear the full product. Like that wasn't very fun, you know, because I miss being in an ensemble and hearing like the people around me play really well and like play really loud and like feel like like the the crowd response from that and like you know seeing the conductor like smile when he he or she hears like the like a really awesome like thing from the piece you know like that i love that part right you know they smile Mm -hmm. so big and they're like like we've been working on that so much and just came out today right like you've experienced that too with like mr meyer and stuff like that oh definitely like you're you're in the middle of it and you're like this is our best performance you're you're in the middle of it and you're like wow this is amazing like you can just feel it's like you talk you said like the energy the energy of the room you're getting stuff done you just feel like the presence of some something better you know something more pure mm-hmm. and that's what and you so, miss out on virtually. you miss out that and i mean that's that's the human experience and like we're like losing the human experience like as as we're like going into the future because even with covid like wearing masks you can't see smiles or people's faces mm-hmm. people don't want to handshake or like touch right like you don't do that with strangers anymore because that's weird um i mean it makes sense because you know people are dirty and then I, but it's like you know you know we, those are things we never really thought about like you know shaking someone's hand now like people are apprehensive about that like oh it's like oh what did that person touch what is like but you you were never thinking about that kind of stuff you were just like look at this person shake their hand you know people are people like it's whatever like you know we all have germs we're all kind of dirty like that's just how it is but 
with all these other things, it's just kind of pushing away like people to people contact, people to people communication and talking. Like, um, like even at 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 the school, like if we we kind of we eat lunch and talk to each other, but we have to be like so far away from each other, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, so it's just it's just a weird different thing, and I don't know. Even like again with the stock market and stuff like that, like we're losing the just people. Like the technology stuff is taking all that away. Yep, exactly. And uh, just to bring like Red Rising into it, they kind of talk about this because they talk about like the fall of the United States. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, the main reason they said was because of decadence that we were just a big consumer society and we just got enveloped in that. But they also said uh, like we developed machines to do tasks that people used to do. We lost like the grueling labor of doing a certain thing or like the experience of melding something with your hands. They talk about how we like we lost that. And that's they talk about it with disdain, like these iron goals, the top of society at their time in the book are, are looking back at kind of how we're living right now. And they're, they're looking back on it like this is why these old nations fail. I mean, not to get all doom and gloom. I'm just trying to like relate something from a, a fictional universe. But I mean talking about all this you just really gotta hope that this is not moving towards something terrible like that i don't think i don't think it will i hope not that's that's my mindset on it yeah i mean there's a lot of positives in this like it's not like a all doom and gloom negative thing but it's it's something to think about right and i think putting attention to it and thinking about it can help us all like move forward and you know be better about how we're communicating how we're doing things and if we have time to fix some of the stuff about the communication and the interpersonal relationships you have with other people in any way i think that's gonna be a positive thing for us just like as the human race you know like not to be like Mm -hmm. like the thing they tell you not to do in writing class for you like (laughs) like all mankind you know (laughs) right not to be like that but it is kind of that is how it is Right. Yeah, there's still a lot of room for positives, and there's still a ton of positives. I mean, whenever COVID started, people were spending a lot more family time together. People were going outside more. So we, we lost some human experience, but we gained others. Yeah. There's always a silver lining. Wow, Zach. I think that was a pretty, 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 pretty spicy, spicy talk. What do you think about that? <laughs> it was spicy, somewhat deep. Yeah, overall, pretty interesting talk. I don't know. It was pretty deep. I think it was really deep, actually. Like, <laughs> it got pretty deep at the end. Definitely. <laughs> we really I mean, like this, is like meme GameStop's short-selling stock to like, oh my gosh, like this is getting into some deep stuff. <laughs> but but that all that all leads back to like the reality of the situation. Like exactly, this is this is real life, and it's like like we don't we can't just play around all the time. Like this is it. Mm-hmm. Things are happening right now, so we got to pay attention to it. I think it's important, super important. Definitely. I, I totally agree. Well, Zach, I think that was a great talk. I think it's a good place to end right there. So I guess I'll talk to you next week and we'll have another really interesting topic, hopefully. All right. Sounds good. See you, man. See you.